Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of How Do You Feel About Jesus? I am the Average Joe Boo of Average Joe's Media, and uh, it's a great day to be alive. In the words of my head coach, it is a great day to be alive indeed. And uh, today, I want to come at you with another uh, quality or characteristic of Jesus, and um uh, you know, I I don't know of one uh, much better, much more personal for everybody in terms of strength. Jesus is a source of strength. God is a source of strength, of course. Jesus and God work hand in hand. Uh, the Holy Spirit, all three work together, and uh, and strength can be derived from from all three entities, and uh, and Jesus is where we go, where we should go, whenever we have some uh, some issues that are bringing us down, that are making us feel weak or vulnerable, or uh, or maybe powerless in certain situations, and uh, and so Jesus Jesus has that characteristic of strength. He showed it on the cross when he bore all all of our sins. He had the strength, the ability to bear all those sins for us, and. Uh, and be that sacrifice for us. So he has that strength that he can help us with whenever we are down, whenever we need something to pick me up. And, uh, and you know, just just going through some of the verses, some of the things that I was looking for uh, in order to try to, you know, corroborate this through the Bible and, uh, and read some of the things that Jesus, that God can do for us uh, if we just let him, you know, I put that in the, you know, in the, the, whatever you want to call it, the synopsis of the, of the video. If we just let God strengthen us, if we just let Jesus be our strength, then, uh, then what peace, man, what peace could we have every day, every morning we wake up, if, uh, if we just dedicate that quality if we just dedicate that and we're sacrificing our own pride our own um our own feeling of independence and we're we're letting god be the strength we're letting jesus be how we uh how we become strong and so i was thinking of a lot of different ways to uh to try to get this to convey this message and and how it might come come across pretty clean and you know the first thing that I thought of was last night, 
in the Dallas area. We had tornadoes all around. There was a lot of things going on. A lot of people were scared. Um, we, it, whenever there's whenever there's bad, severe weather like that, that humbles people to no end. It pretty much makes you feel helpless. There's nothing you can do if if a tornado comes right down on top of you. There's not absolutely nothing you can do except hide and hope. And so, um, and so that's what a lot of people were doing last night. A lot of people in the area were hunkered down. They were in their bathrooms or their central room, no windows. And uh, I imagine there were a lot of prayers going out. I imagine there was a lot of uh, asking for help. There was a lot of need for God and for Jesus. And, uh, you know, not that there's not always that need, but, you know, in times like that where you feel helpless, you feel absolutely weak, there's nothing you can do, uh, you know, having God there, that's the first place you go. And so what I'm trying to corroborate here is maybe that's not the only time we go there. I think that Jesus needs to be our strength whenever we are feeling strong, not just when we're feeling weak. And so God, um, to God be the glory, you hear that phrase in, uh, in the Bible. I think there's also potentially a lot of songs that you may sing in church where that phrase comes up. And so that, that phrase uh, needs to be something that you keep near and dear to your heart every time that you, you can even think about doing anything. And, uh, and you'll have a whole lot of strength. The first thing I want to look at is, uh, is what this strength that we have from God through Jesus, Jesus being my strength, what it could do for me. It says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Jesus Christ. And so that is what strength from God, strength through Jesus can do. It can guard your minds, guard your hearts, and, uh, and it can make you ultimately impervious to anything external, anything worldly, anything of the devil, any influences, any temptations. And so... Uh, Jesus is, Jesus has that capability. Jesus is willing to be that person. He's willing to be that strength for you. Um, he's willing to solidify the strength you feel like you may already have. He's willing to pick you up when you fall. He's willing to help you whenever you are weak. And so uh, ultimately, again, strength comes from God. In Isaiah 40, verse 29, he gives power to the weak and to those who have no might, he increases strength. You also, if you continue down, this is one of, the, one of those really well-known verses, Isaiah 40, verse 31. But those who will wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. And so that is one of the most... One of the most well-known, one of the most recited verses that maybe you have ever heard from anyone, or maybe you recite and, and think about it yourself, but, um, but God is, is there to give you strength, and Jesus is that, that avenue, Jesus is that vehicle in which the strength through God, or strength from God, excuse me, comes. And so, um, if you continue, we have... If you continue in the Old Testament, there's several, several verses. The psalmist is is riddled with 
things about strength from God. And uh, if you look at Psalm 119, verse 28, my soul melts from heaviness. Strengthen me according to your word. The psalmist asks for that strength. In Psalm 46, verse 1, God is our refuge and our strength, a very present help in trouble. And again, uh, I told you guys in several different videos that I have uh, I have different versions. I think today I use three or four different versions. I think I've used the New Living Translation. The New King James is coming up, and I think the English Standard Version is also going to be used in this video today. And so there is several there is several different versions. There are several different ways that you can read it. Um, you know, I'm a strong believer that the Bible is personal that it talks to you, it does not talk to the collective, and when you read it, you should take whatever it says to heart, and you should apply it to your life. You should not force something upon somebody else. You should maybe implore, teach, or, or give them a, um, a perspective maybe that they need, and so, um, you know, the argument about all the different translations, I don't really subscribe to that. If anybody wants to come at me and say, oh, you're using this translation, and I'm not I'm really not going to entertain that because there's so many different ways and listen if it comes from the Bible and what we know as the Bible um I'm not going to do a whole lot of refuting of it um there might be some translations that I don't prescribe to because I don't like I don't necessarily get it uh the wording the phrasing may be a little off for me I'm typically a traditional new american standard um uh, NIV, English Standard Version, New King James. I'm typically around those four on a regular basis. But you know what? Sometimes I, I look at the easy-to-read versions because uh, the easy-to-read version takes out the these and the thous and the, the wilts and the wonts and all this other stuff that uh, that really kind of makes it, it muddy, and uh, at least to the person trying to, to read it and learn it. And so, uh, again, translations are what they are. You like them or you don't. I'm putting up several translations just because I don't prescribe to any one particular. But getting back to Jesus being my strength, the strength coming from God, in Nehemiah 8, verse 10, then he said to them, go your way, eat the fat, drink the sweet, and send portions to, uh, to those for whom nothing is prepared. For this day is holy to our Lord. Do not sorrow, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. And then... I mean, let's think about let's let's think about if we approached every single day like that. You know, uh, this day is holy to our Lord. Don't be sorry. Don't be sorrowful. Um, and just think about the joy of God, the joy of the Lord being being what strengthens us every single day. It's Psalm twenty-two, verse nineteen. But you, O Lord, do not. Uh, do not be far from me, O oh, my strength, hasten to help me. A lot of a lot of the psalmist is prayers, and uh, I mean, let's think about it. Most of the time people pray, in general, it's whenever they need help. It's whenever they're feeling weak. Now, there's a whole lot of people that have a very strong prayer life. I'm not one of those people, and that's something that I need to work on. I ask for strength on a regular basis when I do pray because it's something that I need all the time, especially especially things, being a father, being a coach, being a teacher. You need patience. You need strength to get through the, the, the trials. Um, there's a whole lot 
that is that is very easy to overwhelm you and to make you feel weak and helpless. Uh, again, in Psalm twenty-eight seven through eight, the Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusted in him, and I am helped. Therefore, my heart greatly rejoices, and with my song I will praise him. The Lord is their strength, and he is saving refuge of his anointed. Just just claiming, just receiving God's strength is so powerful. Psalm 118, verse 14 the Lord is my strength and song, and he has become my salvation. Think about how salvation and strength are tied together because in the next few verses, it's going to come up quite a bit. Strength, the stronger we are, the more likely we are to receive that gift of God, which uh, that salvation gift of God. Isaiah 12, verse 2, Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. For yea, the Lord is my strength and song. He has also become my salvation. Again, strength and salvation are, they walk so so close, so hand in hand, that it's very, very hard to, uh, to separate the two. Isaiah 33, verse 2, The Lord is my strength every morning. Guys, think about if you would just wake up every day and say, God, be my strength. Jesus, be close to me. Help me out. Every day, regardless of your, let's put air quotes for the word need, regardless of your need, we're all in need of strength from God. We're all in need of help from God. We're all in need of God. Let's, I mean, there's no sugarcoating that. We all are. Habakkuk 3.19, the Lord is my strength. Those type of declarations are extremely powerful. Those type of declarations can get you through some of the murkiest of days, some of the worst days you may, have, you may ever go through. And, uh, and I've, gone through some, I've gone through some pretty tough days. I'm sure we all have. I don't, I don't know how tough I've got it or I've, I've had to go through but uh, compared to other people, but I mean, there's been some some trying times that I've had to go through in my personal life, and uh, and you know, it was one of the it was one of the times where I was either furthest away from God or I was closest to Him, and ultimately, ultimately, there was two or three different times where I went from one end of the spectrum to the other end because you, you don't always feel the strength. Unless you sell out, you got to sell out to feel God's strength, to feel that strength through Jesus. You got to do that. Um, so, what you need to do, I say what you need to do, what I recommend you do, this is all what anybody and everybody should be uh, doing. If, if you joined, hopefully, hopefully I'm talking to you specifically. Hopefully, you've already done this. Hopefully this is just that that Monday get you help help you through the week, give you that encouragement that it's meant to be, and uh, and it just solidifies some things that you already do. And if it's not, if you're on here and uh, or if you're watching and you know you struggle with some things, maybe this can help push you over the edge. What do I need to give up and give up your own feelings of strength? You're not you are not strong by yourself. 
Um, there's a, you know, the passage about marriage where a threefold cord is not easily broken. Well, that's the husband, the wife, and God. It's very important for God to be a part of the equation, not just in marriage, but in your personal everyday life. God needs to be involved. Jesus needs to be present. And Jesus needs to be your strength. In Philippians 4.13, this is probably, again, one of the most uh, quoted passages, especially in the New Testament, for I can do everything through Christ who gives me strength. And then in Ephesians 6, verse 10, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. I mean, this is this is something that it's talking to you. It's it's This verse right here is saying you have a choice. You have a choice to, to take Jesus, to take God, to take the strength that they offer, this voice or this verse gives you a choice, and it's yours to it's yours to take, it's yours to neglect, whichever one you want. It's your choice. God gave them that freedom of gave us that freedom of choice. Second Corinthians twelve verse nine through ten. Each time he said, "My grace is all you need. My power works best in weakness." So now I am glad to boast about my weakness so that the power of Christ can work through me. That's why I take pleasure in my weakness and in the insults, hardships, persecutions, and troubles that I suffer for Christ. For when I am weak, then I am strong. There is no better time, no better time, and no other time where you can most feel the strength than when you are suffering whenever you have hardships or persecutions. Now, this here Paul's talking about when he's suffering for Christ. Hopefully, we're all in some capacity suffering for Christ. Hopefully, we're all trying to let go and let God, and that is a phrase that I don't think it's found in the Bible specifically, but, uh, but it's a very common phrase. It's a very good phrase to think to keep your mind in. And then... Uh, Ephesians three sixteen. I pray that from his glorious unlimited resources, he will empower you with inner strength through his spirit. And, you know, there's that there's that opportunity to feel the strength that uh, that Jesus uh, that Jesus gives. That God gives that the spirit gives again, I told you, they all work together. Uh, they are all they're all separate, but equal they are all they are all beneficial for for the purposes of righteousness in their own way and so uh, i kind of wanted to be a little bit lighthearted today i uh, i found a i found a video let me see if i can pull it up here a video from a uh, i believe he's a comedian but his name is tim hawkins and uh, and I think that Tim Hawkins is uh, is is he was a, you know he was just a comedian stand up comedian goes to wherever stand up comedy happens but uh, but now he's doing things that are uh, spreading spreading God spreading the joy of God and Jesus and uh, just kind of in his own way and speaking of strength um, I wanted to uh, I wanted to have a little. A little song about Samson and the story of Samson, and I think that uh, I think that you'll get a kick out of this. We do a Bible story about a Bible character <laughs> from the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey there, Delilah, this is your ex-boyfriend, Samson. Inside voices. <laughs> and I know you thought that lifting weights made me so buff and handsome, you were wrong. It's cause I let my hair grow long, that makes me strong. Hey there, Delilah, you came in while I was sleeping and I couldn't feel you cutting and I didn't hear you creeping out the door. You left my hair piled on the floor while I just snored. Oh, what you did to me oh, while I was asleep. Oh, I'm a Nazarene, oh, but you shaved me clean. Delilah, you're so mean. I killed a lion, big and mean, and slaughtered many Philistines, all with a donkey's jawbone, that's no lie. But now I'm chained up to the wall, and I can't cry no tears at all, because they came and gouged out both my eyes. This is a Bible story, boy. <laughs> I'm not making this up. <laughs> Why'd you grab your clipping shears and shave my head like Britney Spears? And now I'm standing here in total shame. You're to blame. People, that's stinking genius. What's wrong with you? Come on! Hey there, Delilah, why did you have to deceive me? And it's hard for me to think not long ago. Oh, that's not cool. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that was Tim Hawkins. And uh, for whatever reason, it decided to shut down off my phone. So uh, go check him out, um, especially his later stuff. It is, it is good. It is clean. It does, um, uh, it, it makes you laugh and it makes you think all the same. Uh, until next time, this is How Do You Feel About Jesus? I am the Average Joe Boo. Make sure you keep it clean. Anything you want delivered in under an hour. Download the Favor app and sign up today to get... Bless the Lord, oh my soul, oh, oh my soul, worship his holy.